you know, enabling my alcoholism was like definitely yeah. a statement on that. I was like, we're cutting wow. nerves right now. We're cutting nerves. Wow. All right, bro. Let's All, right, bro. All right, ready? Yep. One, two, three. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 145 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am brandana with me, as always, on the freezing cold seat. Most awesome. Ooh, it's a little chilly in here. That's right, bro. Well, I say that because it's like it's the opposite of the hot seat. Cause you ain't going anywhere, bro. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Little double on ton going on there. Cause it's also getting a little bitterly cold out here in the Mav studios, Midwest, my friend. It Dicey, is, it is. Little chilly. Yeah, I have the two minutes. Yeah. Cause I was uh, doing a little bit of traveling. I was in um, Dallas uh, oceans who we had on the pod before doing some work with them. In Kansas yeah. City. And um, yeah, all, all these places get cold. Like I know I talked to all yeah, my do. shit. It's just like, oh, I'm going to move to LA. I don't get to live in New York anymore, but it's uh Definitely not missing that, like that floor being like a solid, like 60 degrees, like the, like the coldest it gets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a nice, that is the huge perk. Weather is the ultimate perk of LA living. There's not too many other perks, but that's one of them. That's, that's a big one. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, guys, we've got a jam-packed episode 145. We're doing Rip from the Headlines. We're doing week 13 review. We're going to jump into the inbox, hit three there. Neapolitan showdown, top three non-alcoholic drinks. Relax, everybody. We'll make it interesting. Doing the Brandana Gambling Corner, we're going to talk odds for the Pittsburgh Steelers to go undefeated. Then we're going to finish with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines want to be rich then you better make sure that you got your shit come on all right buddy ripped from the headlines week 13 review why are we talking about this week brother Ooh, because we're we're getting into it some playoff pictures uh are, are coming to shape as you mentioned the undefeated Steelers that's a little subplot that's of interest but yeah man we're getting we're getting kind of closer to playoff scenario especially with this new format, right? Seven teams making it. It's a little extra it wrinkle. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it does kind of add a little thing. It definitely makes them more interesting with teams mm-hmm. getting in there. As we covered also, like, the team that loses out the most out of all this would be the Division Two winner, who's ever ranked second, because no longer getting that bye week. Now yeah. we're a wild card weekend with the extra team. I uh, will uh, bounce back and forth and dip our toe in that playoff picture, because you know I got an update coming out of the NFC mm. for that playoff picture, but we'll okay. cover as we get there um let's look saints versus falcons saints win again playing the falcons for the second time in three weeks uh take care of business 21 16 falcons dog shit nobody's super surprised here saints hold on to that one seed and they do clinch a playoff spot right um why do they have two teams play each other within three weeks yeah i think it's one of those scheduling we like to put divisional matchups towards the back half of the season for exactly this the 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 what about this scenario 
playing out and how does how does this team's pathway and then also trying to get like you know because seattle has got the rams and arizona towards the end of the season Um, i think they just like it for a little extra intrigue plus i think given the way that the scheduling was was weird this year anyways i think they they kind of really doubled down on divisional matchups uh, towards the end of the season yeah i do like they put it like that it just seems it still seems like a little bunched up especially since we still have like four weeks ago but yeah. right it is, it is kind of interesting to almost see these teams like run it back like two weeks later and let's let's just do it because it was a uh, taste hills debut on that atlanta game as the, mm-hmm. the starting position yeah uh, and incrementally every week he looks a little bit better right i mean yeah. he had his first passing touchdown today uh, I, I well last week was more of like a running game but still um, you know, looking more competent behind the the center there. Yeah, looking a lot better, getting more comfortable. Uh, and three and zero, like obviously yeah. just carrying this team. So it's you know, uh, for as much shit as I talked on Sean Payton, this Taysom Hill kind of transition and taking over and the new guy at the helm might actually come to fruition. It'll be interesting to see, especially if they get that first week by. All right, Lions and Bears. I wanted to jump on this Lions line, bro. Mm. I like this. Mm. Uh, are they getting fired up for that? They look kind of um, got down dug themselves in a little bit of a hole early um like and then Stafford had like what like a like a 55 yard like that first touchdown was just like yeah he had a bomb to Cephas the uh the rookie that they drafted late in the the draft last year um you know there's I was surprised little little bounce back after they fire Patricia uh Bevel takes over the offensive coordinator takes over as the head coach little kind of like, Hey, we want to show that we are are a competent football team. We're, we're good. It's funny enough that they actually did kind of what the the bears did to them week one, which was rally from behind deep in the, you know, late third and fourth quarter and come back and, uh, and put a couple ducats or a couple uh, touchdowns up on there. Uh, Yeah. So the main thing is, I mean, is this bears team just, is it time to blow it up? I mean, are they just like in real trouble? Oh, I, I definitely think so. And we talked a little bit about, we hinted about it last week when we were talking about our coaching changes. This, they've lost six in a row. This is the first time yeah. that they've lost six in a row since I think it was 2002, 2001, I, 2002. You don't need to drink. Put that drink down, audience. I know Put you started, I know you started to feel, you could hear it in my voice, you sort of reach <laughs> the for that cup. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. Don't Set do it out. Yeah. Back away uh, from the cup. So yeah, so it's 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 problematic, and like we said before too, Ryan Pace, the general manager, he shoulders a large portion of the way this team has been constructed. Um, so I, I'd be interested to see if if one, if not both of them, go, uh, you know, on the on that Black Monday when everyone gets uh, shit canned in Week Seventeen. Yeah, we're looking at the Lions and Bears probably sitting around like rank nine and ten in the playoff picture. So unless some really dramatic shit happens, like they're kind of on the on the outside looking in at yeah. the people that are on the outside looking in. Right, uh, all right, jump sure. over to the Browns Titans game. Um, Browns uh, 41-35. I mean, I don't. This so game was Browns... not that close. This game was not was, that yeah. close. Yeah. So we got, yeah, we got 14 points in the fourth quarter from the Titans that kind of pull it to make it look more than it was. Nine and yeah. three, both these teams probably playoff bound for all intents and purposes. This Browns team, is this a real nine and three? Like it's a very quiet nine and three. This was the most shocking game of the week to me because I, I was not expecting this. Um, they they really beat up on a good Tennessee Titans team who who kind of put the wood to, you know, Indianapolis last week. So it's like, you know, um, 
I, I was not expecting Baker Mayfield to come out and throw four touchdowns. The offense is looking to even better than it has in the last couple of weeks. They've really found a way to balance out with, um, with uh, uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, a uh, little one-two punch action. It's a little concerning that they gave up 28 points in that second half, yeah. you know, 14 in the fourth quarter. Uh, maybe they're kind of, they're not a team that can lay off the throttle, but yeah, this is a very quiet nine and three team and even still like even quieter i know mike tomlin they're 11 and 0 with the steelers the head coach for the pittsburgh steelers but kevin stefanski i mean a real dark horse for coach of the year taking a i mean i would say a shit show from last year and the way that that team just imploded on itself you lose odell beckham jr and you still continue to put up w's nine and three looking at kind of like that third seed maybe four seed in the, in the playoffs. What was the better Titans team? The 2019 Titans or the 2020 Titans? Ooh. Um, I think this 2020 is better just because they had, they're coming off of that playoff seasoning. Uh, I think that they, they feel like they're, they, you know, they rallied from, they kind of snuck up on everyone last year. So yeah. I, I'd say they're, they're slightly better. And I, I take that back. The Browns can't be, uh, a third or fourth seed, they would have to be a fifth or sixth seed because they play in the same division. Yeah, as the Steelers. Steelers. Yep. Sorry, I should have been all over that. Yeah, Everybody yeah. spit correct. that drink back in your cup, guys. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Titans are kind of interesting to me, right? Because it used to be like last year going under the radar sometimes can be mm-hmm. like a big advantage. And now they have For the sure. back. Uh, they did start off hot. I think it was like five and oh, like six and oh, but then like uh, two and four since then. It was yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, they're going to go through these stretches. They're going to be inconsistent, you know, because they're not they're they're a good team. They're not like they're not the Chiefs or the uh, or the Steelers right now. But I think they're a scary team in the playoffs, just the way that that defense runs and the way that they have they've got, you know, Derrick Henry. I mean, he can fucking take over a game and uh, you can't do anything to stop him. I've been saying it what i say i knew it um all right Bengals at dolphins Bengals obviously um i mean their entire season shifted not that they saw this was anything but a rebuild year but uh you know injury to their rookie quarterback uh gets the dolphins uh dolphins a big fan favorite really coming on with their defense looking to make a run to possibly win that afc east but definitely has a piece of the playoff pie uh i don't know this is pretty textbook i mean they still to uh to look good i mean Take your business fine. I mean, maybe yeah. not only putting up 19 points against that Bengals defense is a little suspect, but I mean, only holding holding them to 70 target. And that game was real chippy. So there was like two fights. Flores <laughs> yeah, got into it, you know. Yeah. So that's just like, uh, you know, that's just one of those games. That you, you, sometimes in the NFL, you, you have to win ugly, and that was an ugly win. And it's like it, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I, I not not all of our wins are going to be like super impressive. Sometimes we're going to go out there and just kind of muddle through and that's okay. Especially with the rookie quarterback. It was good to see him kind of look competent in this game as, as last week was a little weird. Flores kind of, you know, pulled him in a thumb injury, not a hundred percent sure or two weeks ago rather. So it's good to see him kind of come back into it and, and bounce back. Uh, good on Tua and good on Joe Burrow too, for coming successfully out of surgery uh, earlier this week. Yeah, get another. That's good to hear. So speaking of unimpressive wins, also we have um, Jaguars and the Vikings going into OT again. Winning ugly, baby. That's all you got to do. 
Oh man, this game was, uh, I did catch this game because I did have the Vikings money line and it was, I mean, they were looking for a super slow start, looking yes. for ways to give this game away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jaguars have to come down. They missed a field goal. They missed two extra points. They did get, the Vikings did get a safety. Uh, Jags able to you know, score a touchdown and get the two point conversion. When the, uh, the Vikings win the coin flip in overtime, get the ball first. First thing Cousins does is go Kirk Cousins and mm. just get sacked for loss of nine. So that just boop, laying down, boop, nap time, sucky nap time. <laughs> so he lays down, they end up, and then get an offensive pass interference, end up having to punt. I mean, they kick the shit out of it. And then uh, yeah. you know, uh, Harrison Smith gets an INT and they march down. Huge, huge, yeah. right? And that LaVisca Chenault TD early on, like skip through two guys' arms. Did you see that? In I did, very yeah. First, yeah, that was like, man, that was a bad break. Yeah, that's what kind of makes you, though, like, normally, like, I don't worry about games like that then. I'm just like, oh, I can handle this team if, like, that's what they need to score their touchdown. It's got to, like, bounce off helmets and, like, has to roll down the thing. But it was, uh, I don't know, just enough. And then Kirk Cousins throws that pick six, like, right out of halftime. So it was just kind of hard for them to get the momentum going. But, um, like I said, looking at the playoff pictures now, the with the Cardinals' loss and the Vikings win, the Vikings did leapfrog into that seventh spot. So yes, they that's are, right. That's right. Because I forgot the Rams beat the 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 cards. Yeah. So they're, woo. You like yeah. you said they're on that run, man. I know. Yeah. The Vikings own the tiebreaker based on like opponent like opponent record. So um, we'll see. I it is down the stretch. Oh, I should pull it up real fast. But the Vikings do have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Cardinals have a little bit easier schedule than that. Let's take a look at what the Cardinals schedule. I've is. got it right here. I've got, Great. I was looking at some of them here. So the Cardinal or the Vikings, excuse me, next week at Tampa Bay, Chicago at new Orleans at Detroit. So that's, that's a tough, tough schedule. Uh, I don't have Arizona in front of me. Drink everyone. Cause you don't want to hear. Love, they love this. Okay. I'm um, a we'll uh, God. Of course it gave me Arizona state. Who gives a shit about Arizona State football? Okay, and then they finish. Uh, so the Cardinals finish up with, it looks like they have, uh, their next game will be against the New York Giants. Then they host the Eagles, host the 49ers, and then at Rams. So, I mean, the only real tripwire game. I mean, we can talk a little bit about the Giants. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. at, at Rams would probably be the only. I mean, them going three and one is probably worst case scenario on this slate. I don't know if the 49ers can be chippy also they're plucky well, yeah exactly and, and they're still playing hard you know what i mean kyle shanahan has them playing hard because they're you know i think they want to save face for the season and and yeah i mean the rams looked decent today you know that, that that's an interesting matchup and they have a slightly easier path to the playoffs than the vikings do right if you've got yeah. you know the saints and bucks on that that's a that's those are tough teams to beat for the for the vikes it is but it's nice to have the the tiebreaker if we yes. have so we'll see, yeah. we'll see. And, and there's other teams that can still kind of like fall out of these spots too i mean right now um the three wild card teams are we have the uh the seahawks buccaneers and vikings right now sitting there but the problem is like buccaneers have one more win at seven seahawks have one more win at eight so mm-hmm. i don't uh basically i mean for all intents and purposes you can say the vikings your playoffs they start now um all right raiders jets um jets doing everything they can do to go zero and 12 including giving up a third and 10 hail mary-esque people say it's hail mary that's a little it was a bomb like hail yeah. mary like, it wasn't like it wasn't legit like jump ball but, yeah, um, no, yeah, it wasn't just fire. It was great move by Rugs, yeah. shook the defender. Nice move by Carr stepping up in the pocket, 
delivering it. I mean, the Raiders, I mean, as much shit as they gave Gruden two years ago, they're a competent football team. I don't think that they're Super Bowl bound, but they're a tough team. They're a tough out. They are, and they're on the outside looking in um, for the, that last playoff spot. You know, with the Colts with eight wins, the Dolphins with eight wins, and Browns yeah. with nine. I, I mean, they're really kind of like fighting their way uphill. That's why, you know, some people want to bring up like the Ravens and the Patriots, both with six wins or with four games left. It's like that's really kind of kind of a tough sled, even though we'll talk a little bit about what the Patriots look like today. Um, Colts and Texans, uh, this is pretty – Pretty standard stuff. I mean, yeah. uh, kind of second half just stalls, but yeah, we got away from this. Colts still looking good. Texas still looking underperforming. Yeah, and the the Texans fumbled uh, like right at that goal line there. Deshaun Watson fumbled. You know, uh, kind of given the chance. The Colts are just kind of hanging around. I mean, they look they can look real solid at times. I mean, that's the thing with all these teams right now. It's like yes, they look at solid at times, but then they have these games where you're like, man, I. I I would expect you to, to put a down and out Texans team like away. I wouldn't allow it for them like a goal line fumble by Deshaun Watson for that to be your 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 linchpin. But again, as I said earlier, winning ugly still doesn't matter, right? It's a yeah, W. Still getting it up. Uh, Rams, Cardinals. So a little surprise on here. So the Rams, like we talk about like a quiet like nine and three with those Browns, like the Rams could be tough. I know there's a little inconsistent play by Jared Goff, but you know, this is a pretty good Cardinals team and going on the road as much as it doesn't mean it's what it used to like in COVID-19, but it's still mm-hmm. like, I don't know the Rams are eight and four and this team is two years away from going to a Super Bowl. Granted, it was like a miserable, probably one of the worst <laughs> Super Bowl performances uh, yeah. we've seen of our lifetime, but it's still like this team knows how to get there. Yeah. And they've got the Patriots, the Jets, Seahawks and Cardinals again. Um, so t- a tougher schedule, right? So yeah, it's, they're, they're, you know, Jalen Ramsey has been playing very well for them. They've finally got a few guys to kind of help out around Aaron Donald and offensively, you know, I don't think that they're, they're sneaking out. There's not the greatest show on turf like that, you know, early two thousands Rams team, but they could put up points, you know what I mean? And golf when he's on and money can play pretty well. So yeah, it just depends on what kind of Jared golf you're going to see week to week. We'll see. And those are the teams, like the teams, like a Vikings team, the teams, like a Rams, like to win in the NFL in the playoffs. I mean, this sounds like, I sound like such a fucking talking head like, this is no shit, but you know, I'm, I'm just really suspect of those teams that, it's not like they don't look their best week to week, but there's some weeks where they just like, look like dog shit. And the Vikings are completely guilty of this. And the yeah. Rams are also where they just roll out sometimes. It's just like, did you guys not even like prepare this week? And that's, right. that's a team to me that can never really make a run in the postseason. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, they, they would, it's, it's putting consecutive weeks of, of good quality football. And we have yet to see it from those teams. We've yet to see it from a lot of teams, the chiefs, the Steelers, uh, the yeah, I mean, even the even the Saints, I don't even know if I would put in that category because they've just been yeah. I mean, it's hard to. It's also kind of hard to tell. Like they had the quarterback change, yeah, and then they yeah. had like the Broncos matchup that didn't have any quarterback. Like it, so it's just kind of like yeah. yeah. And they're just they're just winning on grit and defense right now. So it's hard to see. It'll be interesting to see when Breeze comes back what that looks like. But aside from that, that's that's really it. Where it's like, all right, these guys have put a a month's worth of really solid, strong football. Yeah. Uh, All right, jumping over to the, what the fuck happened in this game? The Giants Seahawks. 
so five nothing at halftime. I mean, I, I mean, I looked at the stats, and I guess the Giants' defense was just shutting down Russell Wilson. But I feel like I need to see that. Like you can tell me that, and I'm just like, uh, all right, like what does that look like? Because it was just like it was yeah. like DK Metcalf and you know Russell Wilson. I mean, people were talking just like, oh, like this were replacing Montana and Rice. It's just like the greatest combination of all time. And it's just like, okay, well, let's see it. Like teams like that should like truck and to you know put up a total of 12 points and five at half against the New York Giants team, which is not a world beater, which is going to end up probably winning a division with something around a six and 10 record. I know they're sitting at five and seven right now. It's, it's bizarre how strong they came out and looked. It was just, it was just a ugly game. Just didn't, you know, it's, it's did the Bronco or excuse me, did the Seahawks, allow themselves to be beaten or to the giants win it's like that that's the type of game it is to me it's like yeah uh, they just didn't play their best they didn't look great they they just i don't know i, I you're right because it's like show me what like the giants were doing that was significant yeah i need like, yeah i need it and also like i'm gonna go back and watch this game because it's just like i have to see and honestly every team in the league should be watching this because it's just like holy shit like the giants figure out the blueprint to like just control russell wilson right exactly and we knew I mean, for Christ's sake, this is is more of an in, indictment on. Uh, even though Colt McCoy is a is a competent backup quarterback, this this is a real Achilles heel for uh, less the offense and more the Seattle defense. The Seattle, I mean, to give up seventeen points to this this Giants offense, it's like, come on, you guys, you've got Colt McCoy here, who is it, like, he's he is a eternal backup quarterback you should not be um you should not give up 17 points to these guys at all they 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 have wayne gallman and fucking uh a running back who has bounced around alfred morris more in this fucking you know more than any journeyman running back in this entire league it's like why can you not stop this team uh and and especially when you have a lead going into the halftime you think you'd lean on them pretty hard and just make it fundamentals and make them play from behind and you give up 17 points in the second half um fucking colt mccoy 13 of 22 105 and one td and one int wayne gallman 16 carries 135 yards i mean come on you know what i mean oh yeah so the seahawks are the number one spot right now for the wild card and they'll get in there and i think they they are kind of america's darling on this wild card and to make some noise kind of in you know the nfc playoff picture as that progresses so we'll see uh like we said like all these teams there's not really any team that we see that really puts together like a five six week stretch of just like dominance so this might be kind of their one like holy shit time to wake up and get out at the right time uh, all right eagles packers um just about wrapping this up uh i mean people saying rogers playing in at um mvp level uh he's a piece of shit obviously but it's kind of hard <laughs> to get around uh, his performance today, 295 yards, uh, three touchdowns against a struggling Eagles team that actually benched wins. Is yeah. the Wentz era over? Yeah, and they toyed with it a little bit last week. They put in Hurt, uh, Jalen Hurt, and uh, yeah. You can't, un- you can't undo this, but but the division's still winnable. I mean, you have the Giants at 5-7, and seven, and they're sitting at 3-8-1. and one. So, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure the Giants and Eagles, they play each other again. 
Yes, I'm sure they do. Yeah, and I'm sure game. what a, I'm sure what a what a fucking disaster that game is going to be. Oh yeah, I won't be seeing it. Uh, just, right, right, it. right. We'll be, we'll be flexing it to the to the to computer screen on the corner. Yeah, <laughs> they um, just simulate this game and save everybody some time. Yeah, it's 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 there is there's major problems with Philadelphia, and and it's in. I feel bad because I think that there is some talent, even like we talked about. And Wentz battling back and dropping some dimes at Boston Scott throw when we talked about yeah. your your infamous gambling run, right? Yeah, he has talent. He's he's played with twelve different wide receivers since I think it's two thousand nineteen. Uh, I think he's had ten different offensive linemen either this season and last season or just this season. Um, four different running back. I mean, he just doesn't have a lot of pieces around him. That being said. There are times when Carson Wentz looks terrible, right? And there are times when Carson Wentz is just like trying to do too much. Now, is it a chicken and the egg thing? Or is it's like, I don't have any real wide receivers. I have a converted wide, you know, quarterback now that's playing wide receiver. Uh, I've got, you know, I've finally drafted a rookie wide receiver from TCU. He's finally back and healthy, but I don't have a lot of offensive weapons. And even then when I, when I am doing it, he's been sacked. He was sacked three times in the first half. So it's like, how much can we put this at his feet? Or is this just, this is just a crumbling, you know, uh, pieces of what that Super Bowl team was a handful of years ago, right? It's yeah. just, they just need to, they just need to turn it over. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's not like Hertz was significantly better. Jalen Hertz, you know, was a running quarterback. And yes, he put up a lot of numbers at Oklahoma, but he was in Alabama, you know, he wasn't a throw it all, all over the field. He was a running quarterback and still is to this day. He is a great guy, a great teammate. He is Lamar Jackson with less arm talent. So chalk that up to whatever you want it to be. You know what I mean? I uh, Jalen Hurts is going to need to like really fucking step up for him to be like, I'm going to replace Carson Wentz. Yeah, so we'll see. Like uh, people in the know, like just based on some guys, obviously I'm not a fucking insider. I'm just regurgitating shit I hear on other podcasts. But there is like people talk about like the two guys. That. Don't tell them that. Yeah, that's right. I'm a genius. Uh, I talk to everybody. <laughs> um, you know, people have talked about two of the best arms, like strength, and accuracy getting the ball there are uh, not so much accuracy, just like strength and like hitting windows is Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz. Mm. Like they're just like on a tier of their own. So it's, you know, I, I try to be fair in these situations too, because it's easy to shit on a quarterback and it's easy to be like, Oh, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with this team. Let's remember it wasn't this team. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did have some injuries, but it's also like, I don't like the good quarterbacks just kind of have to rise above. And I think there is enough talent on that Eagles team to where even if like even if you're getting sacks and stuff you can't like evade the pocket like you still gotta uh, just improvise like get rid of the football like you can't be taking those many sacks like no matter how dog shit your offensive line is yeah exactly and that's one of those things and it's like is he is carson like for all the tools that you're talking about is he that rally the clubhouse guy which there's been a lot of rumblings that he isn't is he the guy that's like, all right, like we're going to just have to fucking, I'm not going to take this L no matter what I'm going to play. You know, there's just some guys, Steve Young was this way, right? That's like, I'm just going to find a way to fucking win and do it. And I don't know if we, we see that in Carson Wentz. 
Yeah. So this Packers team, is it finally time for them to make a little playoff run since their Super Bowl win? Yeah, I mean, if if you're Aaron Rodgers, it's TikTok. Yeah, it's like this is our fucking this is our best bet right now. Uh, offensively, they're playing pretty well. Devontae Adams is is healthy, which is great. Aaron Rodgers still is Aaron Rodgers in so many ways. There's a great moment. Um, he threw a bomb to uh, Scalding, who totally dropped it. It was yeah. right in his arms. Did you see this? Yeah, did you see fucking Rogers' face afterwards? Yes, I, I thought about you 100%. Yeah. I was like, God, that's just the coldest look. Like, yeah. nothing, just kind of like, you fucking turd. Why did you drop that? Like, it was so dismissive of your of your wide receiver. Uh, all right, that's, a, that's enough on Aaron Rodgers. This is a, <laughs> I'm getting bummed out. All right, we'll finish up real fast with, uh, probably should have done these games in another order, one that completely doesn't matter, uh, Patriots versus Chargers. Uh, Patriots smoke the Chargers 45 to nothing. It's going to be a little, it's going to be too little too late for that Patriots getting yeah. into the postseason, but uh, is this Patriots team for real, or do we need to be making a coaching change in Los Angeles? I think coaching change in Los Angeles, as we talked about Anthony Lynn last yeah. week, you know, I think this is like, this is a signature loss. It's like, all right, these guys, you know, 45, nothing. You guys have played well um, against very, you know, against the, the, the chiefs at times. I mean, the, 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 the Patriots ate their lunch and they did it predominantly running the ball. Um, you know, this, this, Patriots offense is like a running quarterback and a and a multitude of running backs. So no dynamic threats on the outside whatsoever. So to lose this way is like a definite fucking nail in the head coaching coffin for Anthony Lynn, in my opinion. Yeah, it sucks it's a little too bad. This would have been kind of a fun Patriots team to watch and just like shake things up. In the I, I genuinely feel that they're trying to like I Pelichick is trying to go for eight and eight. Like he just if eight and eight with this team is like a fucking, this is a win for him. You know, he does not yeah. want to go under 500. All right. So playoff fixture real fast. Uh, here's your seeds. They're going to be in order. The first four, obviously going to be division leaders. And then the next three will be wild cards. Uh, most awesome. I want you to give me a team from the AFC and the NFC that you either expect to make a little noise as a lower seed. I mean, obviously don't give me the fucking chiefs and saints <laughs> or give me uh, somebody that's currently on the outside looking in that you expect to sneak in. All right, um, we got AFC is Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, with their three wild cards being the Cleveland Browns, the Miami Dolphins, and the Indianapolis Colts. NFC, we got the New Orleans Saints, the Green Bay Packers, Los Angeles Rams, New York Giants, and our wild cards are Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Bucks, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, give me one from each conference to make a little noise, or a team that's on the outside looking in that you expect to be in by the time we actually get to wild card weekend. Mm. Um, I, 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 for the, for the AFC, uh, as much as I kind of shit on them a little bit, I, I still very much like this Indianapolis Colts team. Like I don't, it's definitely within the realm of them sneaking into that third seed, uh, or potentially the way that the AFC West shakes out, you know, the four seed of the playoffs and winning in that division. Um, but I, I like the Colts to make a little bit of noise. Um, you know, Frank Wright. The offense, you know, passable, but that defense is really solid. And I'll put my dad hat on and defense wins championship. So I like them being a little unsung kind of surprise team in the AFC. I don't think they're unseating the Chiefs or the Steelers, but I think they're going to knock somebody off that you were not expecting. Um, 
for the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna, I mean, I'm I'm going to put it on the, you know, if the Cardinals because they would play basically the if they snuck into that seven seed, they play the Green Bay. Yeah, man, that would a fucking great moment if the fucking Cardinals <laughs> yeah. go into fucking Lambeau. Oh my god, shades up. And- Aaron Rodgers rolls his eyes so hard that like his brain explodes and he just passes out. Yes. Shades of when Atlanta and Mike Vick rolled in many moons ago and stole that playoff game uh, in Lambeau. This is probably late two thousands or running Mike Vick. Ooh, maybe that'd be interesting. I like that. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, The game would be uh, a lot of fun. I'm going to go with um, uh, this isn't line up well right now for this, but Let's see the Dolphins make a little bit of noise. I mean, they're playing with a little bit of swagger, a little yeah. confidence. Uh, they trust in that defense. I mean, right now they'd be pitted against the Kansas City Chiefs, so um, not a great way to like make your way back into the playoffs. But um, maybe if they fall down a slot and then actually have to, no wait, the Colts would play the because of the bye. The Colts would play the Chiefs, perfect. And the Dolphins yeah. play the Bills. Now we're talking. Yeah, I think they overcome that hurdle. Uh, and then uh, for my making a little bit of noise, I'm going to stick with the Seahawks. I think maybe, like we were saying, I do believe, like, you time a really shitty loss. And I think, like, uh, you know, four weeks out from the end of the season is a good time for them to get hot. This is, like, their month. They know yeah. what's going on. Uh, you know, they can go. In the NFC, like, Seattle can go into New Orleans and win. They can go into Green Bay and win. They can definitely go to los angeles and beat the rams so it's just like it's a little different with the nfc because like the home field advantage even though again we don't have crowds like with this nfc like you definitely you know it's, it's more about the quarterback play and like russell wilson can go head to head with any of these guys and he's and he would be arguably better than any of them any yeah of yeah yeah absolutely hey, buddy. um all right let's jump into this inbox box weird uh earlier i pulled up uh some an inbox and you're like brandon we already done that one <laughs> that's all right man when we get so many emails it's to hard to not yeah you know you, the good ones stand out that's what's happening guys what do you want to do um okay so let me pull up these real fast okay i'll do this one right here there is um they said oh shit i lost it this is hot radio right now where the fuck hot pot Hot podnet. By the way, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that the the fucking lions winning is like such lions kick in the nuts. Like, are you, <laughs> right. you kidding me? You're gonna you're gonna ruin your fucking draft chances on a like nothing win. Awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, all right, treehouse. Did you have a treehouse or know anyone with a treehouse growing up? What's the best treehouse or club you've ever seen in a movie? Oh. Uh, for second part first clubhouse in a movie it's got to be little rascals right that's the old you know i thought about that yeah clubhouse, they got the right? yeah they got like the little like trap door and stuff like i really wanted to dig um did like the goonies have a cool one that's good i don't i haven't seen goonies or maybe there was just like the men underneath there i went with the home alone one just because it like kind of saves the day like yes. he has a tree house he zip lines to it he's able to oh yeah and then go through it so, great yeah. call yeah, yeah good call yeah um i did not have a tree house growing up but i did have my my grandparents lived up in not northern michigan but in the little tree house 
and they lived in a treehouse. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And uh, our neighbors, their neighbors next door, had a really nice treehouse. And oh, I just remembered, uh, Weedaws, my my younger brother, oh, yeah. actually, they had a, they had like a a rope to like a climbing rope to climb up there. They also had the ladder, but he fell down from the treehouse and landed on his back on like a pile of wood that was like just off to the side. It's probably like a 10 foot drop. He was like a nine year old kid, man. Oof. He got the wind knocked out of him pretty good. Oh, God, he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you remember the, um, there's a tree house in stand by me also. They're kind of like playing cards up in that tree house. And I think they're like stashing some nudie mags too. Oh yes, that's right. Oh. And another tree house is in step brothers when Dale and the girl, I was going to bring up step brothers <laughs> too. Yeah. You knock him down out of there. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. Um, okay. Let's do this other one. Um, check out the list of top picks from this is A's is just a number for LeBron. Check out this list of top picks from LeBron's draft in 2003 to 2007. None of these guys are doing anything close to his level. It's not until 2007 with Durant and he missed a whole year with injuries. What's this say to his goat potential and overall athleticism? We talked so it's basically about- like, yeah, all the, all the first round draft picks since, uh, since LeBron was taken. Right. So we're talking just number one or, or, or just. Okay. Yeah. The- Here I'll find I, I found the fucking email. Okay. Uh, yeah. So 2003, uh, number one, LeBron James, 2004, uh, number one was Dwight Howard and Okafor after that. Uh, 2005 yeah. was um, Andrew Bo- uh, Bogut, yep. Marvin Williams, number two, 2006. Um, Bargani. Yeah. Aldridge. Yes. Andrea Bargani. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was from, from Italy. Greg Oden, Kevin Durant. Okay, so to macro, obviously LeBron is the GOAT, and we see, like, there's always trouble with, you know, the NBA draft for some reason on these top guys. Uh, why do top guys sometimes not pan out in the NBA draft? Ooh, that's a good um, – because more often than not, they are typically drafted. Uh, Anthony Bennett is a prime example. A lot of these guys are drafted on potential versus production, right? So – um, LeBron prep to pro, uh, Andrew Bogot was a, you know, played at Utah. It was a relatively weak draft, but Marvin Williams behind him was a freshman for UNC and he didn't even start, uh, but just very, uh, high level prospect. Uh, Bargnani was an international guy from Italy. Uh, and then LaMarcus Aldridge behind him was a freshman out of Texas, a lot of people were comparing him to a Chris Bosch coming out of Texas. Uh, Chris Bosch came out of Georgia Tech, but very in that same like stretch four who could do a lot of different things. Um, and then Greg Oden obviously was, you know, the here's the other thing too is like the 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 prep scouting and recruiting is is pretty dialed in. Most of these guys are pretty uh, known entities at that point. Greg Oden went to uh, Ohio. You fill out the rest. Had some had some injury bugaboos early on. Played in that national championship game with the with the bum wrist, um, and people just ignored the medical numbers on it. And the biggest thing about um, Durant was that he didn't he couldn't like bench one eighty five one time. Yeah, I mean, but he can fucking stroke it from anywhere. So what does that matter? Um, yeah. So wh- so why do these guys don't pan out? Because they're fucking nineteen years old. And going from one year of college or no year of college to the NBA is a daunting task. 
and sometimes men- mentally these guys are not prepared and sometimes it takes a little long greg odin t- has a great story of just um his kind of fall from grace uh dealing with alcohol problems dealing with with the the world that is uh you know the outside lifestyle of an nba player going through the devastating injuries they went through bouncing back and like kind of trying to find himself as like a a person besides basketball it's a very interesting story and and i think that's why a lot of these young guys don't don't pan out because there's a lot more than just playing hoops yeah again it sounds like a little bit too like some guys in college like you already know i don't know it sounds like college basketball some guys you can just you can tell their ceiling and you're like this guy will never be a superstar and i can just tell so it's almost worth taking the long shot on somebody that like you're not quite sure about the ceiling not quite sure about the floor that's why like odin i even think the you know the warning signs are out there like it was just like you know knees or back or whatever it was and it was just like you know, it's still worth having this size. Like we're, we're going to go for it. Yeah. They, um, they said that like one of his legs was longer by like a half inch than the other. That's problematic running up and down the floor for a seven foot person. Yeah. I always thought he had a great sense of humor about it though. Like just as a whole, like I, I like the dude and it's actually, it's like one of those stories that like kind of the bus thing is kind of makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, double jeopardy. Last one. Um, ripped Alex Trebek. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, can we get a Neapolitan on best game shows? We did that. We did. Correct. I don't know what it was. It was like episode like 11. It was early. Yes. I, we but did. I, I did have um, uh, Family Feud on there with Steve Harvey. Remember? I know. I Damn it. You ruined, you ruined the second part. Like, um, who's your top game show host of all time? I was going to guess yours. And I was going to oh. guess Steve Harvey. Yes. The show you remember. We got a good one for you today. A good one for you today. Dude, when I had that... Uh, when I had that apartment in North Carolina for like a month or whatever, I thought about you because I that's how I would I would end each day with Modelo Specials watching the family feud with like Steve Harvey going. And I felt like I saw them all. And I know I didn't, but I watched a shit ton of the feud. Oh, it's man, you just you just uh, you just sounded off on a great night to me. That sounds great. That sounds really <laughs> pretty, fun. Who let me guess awesome. who yours is? Uh I know I was thinking about this like Mark Summers double dare. I, I that's what I was gonna say. You really got it. Yeah, I was gonna say it just for the oh, nostalgia. Yeah. Like I remember it's just like you're gonna take the dare double dare or go for the physical challenge. Physical challenge, and it like kind of hit yeah. those two cards and go over there. What was oh we that should be one that we should go over like toughest, like or we could do like kids game show, but like remember the 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 one that I remember was always the toughest was like the fucking picking the nose remember on like when you're doing that final run oh yeah we could say which we, we could do that next week we do like yeah. what's the toughest ones on double dare yeah because there was like all those that were kind of the same so th- it always had the nose but then like yes. sometimes there was just like a big pizza pie but it was made with all that like slime shit yes and, there and then just they'll flip like the pepperonis yeah, yeah yeah to find the flags yeah, the yeah. other ones were easy there's like the hamster wheel it was like let's go fat ass like let's just get that thing cooking because we know that one was always out. like one of the first ones out of the gate because you're not slippery yeah. you just get that <laughs> yeah, you're, still, you're yeah. still ready to go yeah, yeah but some of those that were just like different versions of trying to find a needle in a haystack the worst um all right buddy that is the inbox neapolitan showdown bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye there ain't no good guy there ain't no bad guy there's only you and me and we just disagree All right, top three non-alcoholic drinks. Exciting. Oh, baby. Let's be honest. We can't drink booze all day, all the time. 
Not we want to. Yes. We, can. we do. So, we can't, but we're responsible. We want to, but we can't. Right. right. So we do other things. Um, so my number three coming out of the gate. Um, give me a lime LaCroix. You know, I crush LaCroix. You do yeah, crush like, LaCroix. I probably like do like four LaCroix. Also, if I'm hungover, the first thing I want my paws on, I mean, besides the hair of the dog, is like, I just I want to slam. I have a routine. So okay. here's my routine, like, regardless. Okay. When I go to bed, I'm bringing a LaCroix upstairs, a fresh LaCroix upstairs with me. Yes. I don't pop the top. I wait until I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm thirsty and I'll pop it and I'll hit like a little, get those bubbles down, get those yeah, bubbles yeah. working. I like and it. Then when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do as my coffee is brewing is I, I polish off the rest of the LaCroix. You polish that off. I like it. We go through LaCroix, lime uh, as well. Um, when we do, we order through uh, shipped, which is like mm-hmm. they order and they deliver the drop it off your doorstep. It's great. Yeah. Uh, shout out to those people. Uh, the worst fucking time ever is when they mistake the LaCroix lime for, oh, for the, key lime for key lime for key you. lime. Oh my God, God. damn it. I want to fire it into the sun. It's awful. Put, put that on our sociopath list or our like Aaron Rodgers. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about list or like your dead to us list. Like if you like key lime flavored LaCroix, you're an insane. I can't, person. I can't, I can't trust you. It's like There's, slightly sweet, but it's not like really sweet. I don't, it's weird. It is weird. It is like, hey, we ran this water through <laughs> a pie and then poured it back hey, into we, the bottle. We, we Here's what we were doing. So we turned the dishwasher on and we had a bunch of like uh, key lime pie pans in there. And then we just scooped up the bottom and then we carbonated it. And here you go. We put in a 12 right. pack. That'll be six dollars. We put it in a cheesecloth. We rinsed every all the all the all the <laughs> so shit out of it, gross. and there you go. So yeah. gross. Yes, yeah, good point. Um, I like where you're at very much. Uh, I, I I I couldn't remember. Remember when you told your story about Lacroix being like super yes. old? Yes. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if you wanted Lacroix or not. So I went, if you liked it or not, I couldn't remember. So yeah. I, I was, I was very wary of putting LaCroix on there. I put on sparkling water. I put yeah. LaCroix for number three. I also like a Pellegrino. I know people don't like it. I like a Pellegrino. Oh, an aristocrat. Yes. Yeah. I know a little finger Blast. in the air. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Pellegrino is a good time. Like I left definitely like if I'm going out to an Italian restaurant or whatever, like I, I yes. like, like sparkling water. I'm not going to like just pull like a pomegranate LaCroix out of my back pocket and set it up there on the table. Let's do, let's do it classic. Let's do it right. Let me tell so you, per- let me Perrier tell you this. versus Pellegrino. Yes. Perrier. Oh, see, we used to crush Pellegrinos a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm over them. The big green bottle is too much because we would, we buy in bulk and get the big green ones too much. Yeah. I can't handle it. Give me the, give me the nice little glass Pellegrino bottle. I like it. I, I, it's my speed. I, I like okay. it. Tell your story. What's I was going to say, I, I I have a sinking suspicion that I'm drinking too much sparkly water, and I think it's leading to acid reflux. I don't know if this is true or not. I actually don't know if it's medically uh, plausible, but yeah. I feel like it is. I you know, feel I like want to bubbly inside. B. <laughs> I know, I know. I want to look into this to into this also. Like, but I got lazy. But I was just like, is like so. Doctor says drink six to eight cups of water a day. Is this counting towards my six or eight cups, or even worse? Like, is it? Is it counting against them somehow? Like this is good for me too. Like yes, right. Is is the, but there's a little bit more sodium. Oh, I got I got a sparkly water right here. It's it's the generic version of it. Yeah. Um, there's no sodium in this. So what makes a sparkle? The gas. 
the what gas carbonation yeah co2 okay that was real dumb but <laughs> sorry but does carbonation have any effect no no no, don't I'm leave going. it in in all my warts i need this for me bro that's exactly but like do, does what does does carbonation have anything in it that would I be know. negative i don't exactly like i don't know like is it gonna like I don't, is it is it bad for my esophagus is it like too much for my stomach because i drink a shit ton and do you do you feel acid a little little fluxy too no i'm good ah you're good fucking dog. you're a soldier yeah, all, right. all right never mind yeah i have That's too many ipas a uh, different story but then again i don't kick off my day with an ipa true <laughs> very good okay what do you got for two maybe for weekends uh okay so you did soda water too so that's a dead heat yes uh you know i did do branding so you went generic you're a little bit branding. better yes you're better yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna give i was i was definitely scared of my your your judgment if i yeah. went soul across good i like i'm striking fear okay dollar fifty yeah. difference uh i'm up by dollar fifty um all right my number two slot i got v8 oh so this is a fun curveball you said my grandma buy me those little cans of v8 and she would be pro it because it's like, I'm not for asking sure. for soda, I'm asking for V8, so I get to slam those little things. Again, maybe the theme of this one is just like, are these drinks good for you or not? Because I know, like, I do get low sodium now. I know it's got a shit ton of sodium. Yes. But I'm drinking a bunch of vegetables, but it is tasty AF. You like this. I love V8. Yes. Love V8. I, I was anti-tomato as a youngster, so this was like, I, this was like fucking, are you drinking ketchup? What What yeah. is this what as a kid? Uh, I know there's eight vitamins and minerals in there. Sure. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. Right. <laughs> conspiracy, be a conspiracy theory. Right. And, uh, you know, and it's, it looks gross. It looks gross. And it, <laughs> and it had one of those, like the, the pull tabs, right. They're just like little foil pull tabs. On oh, them sure. Yeah. Can yeah, yeah, little, yeah like, I think, I think they got rid of those, but yeah, it did. That, this is the only, this is how long it's been since I've gone for a VA. Oh, VA they, since I just eyeballed it. They did go with a VA that had like the fruit in it. And I used to try yeah. those a little bit, not as bad. And then I feel like I'm getting balanced fruit and whatever. Um, solid. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Clamato? Uh, V8 Splash is what those fruit ones were called. Thank you. And it was a V8 Pass. Oh, Ooh, um, Clamato. Fine. Like you start getting like into too much of that shit and like they're adding sugar. Yeah. Like, they're adding like way too much salt and you just kind of like left the like it's hard enough to hold on v8 and like justify it as a healthy drink just sure. with the uh, if you get the low sodium and just like all the potassium shit that's in there so it's like i don't like i try not to fuck around like i don't want if i can mix it myself in the house like i don't want other like like for example like bloody mary mix like there's yes. some that are good but it's rare like a lot of them are like too fucking sweet that's why it's just like if i know what i like like give me the v8 give me the worcestershire sauce like give me the tabasco like yeah. squeeze the lemon in it and i'm on it so that way like so if i want a clamato i'd probably just get a little cam clam juice and be like don't fucking just package all this shit together yourself yeah don't process all this stuff yeah. right uh get this weird flavoring in it very good my number two uh yeah I, i'm going with another theme uh it's the zero theme there's nothing in here i like a cherry coke zero they're hard to find i'm not a soda guy but every once in a while man Ooh, cherry coke zero sweet. that's nice I like this. The zeros, the zeros have kind of been a game changer. Like, I uh, got away yes. from like the diet a little bit. And I know Coke does zero game, a uh, zero game. And I just, that's what I, when I was shooting in Italy, like they had very limited kinds of soda. And I, I couldn't ever find the cherry, but I would do like a Coke Zero. Yes. The, like the black bottle was yep. my jam. Yes. All the time. Coke, Coke Zero is, is very good. Um, 
I will go that if I've just if if I am hungover, that's a that's a classic move. We, we yeah, we used to get not not all the time because we don't have it, but if I'm like, you know, milling about at like a Seven Eleven or getting gas or something like that, it's like oh, this is gonna be this is gonna hit the spot right there. Like a little road, like a little road trip. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, so because because we used to get fountain sodas and that's just like super sugary and all that shit. Coke Zero, I feel like I'm cheating the system. You're hacking it. Uh, well, you did cheat the system. Unfortunately, though, you're going to get zero points just sticking to what it says on the can. Okay. Mine right. has an eight on the can, so I'll get eight points for that, Makes even sense. though you question it and you feel like it's a conspiracy. So that's uh, eight plus $1.50 is 9.5 to zero. All right. Top spot. Casa bracket real fast. Um, I, I'm actually, I'll take a swing. I'm going to guess your top spot. Ooh, there we go. Okay. Yes, I like it. I'm going to take it. Uh, okay. Your top spot is coffee. Oh, it is not. I put. I didn't put coffee on there. <sighs> Sorry, Re. I, I, I put Conso not in my Conso bracket or coffee in my yeah. Conso bracket. I just put it in its own entity. It's not a drink. It is a fucking. It's, it's an elixir. <laughs> it's yeah. what I need, man. Sure. It's like I don't think of like. That's I, that's funny. We both have the same instinct because I didn't put it on mine too. Because I'm just like, it doesn't really like. It doesn't fit for some reason. It doesn't feel like. Um, because it's not like an option. Not like you're sitting around just like, what do you feel like? It's just like, no, I wake up and I have my two cups of coffee. Yes. Like these are drinks. It's just like you go to a restaurant, you're not boozing it, or you're like you're just in an airport, or like you're on a road trip, you're not boozing it. Like, what are you grabbing? For sure, for sure. It's like, hey, what, what do you like to eat? You're not saying air. Uh, no. Same thing with it's coffee. Like, yeah, I, I have like, and you're right too. Like it's always it's it is like medication because it always happens at the same time and the same dosage every day. I don't ever like have a random cup of coffee at like two thirty. I mean, I know some people have an afternoon cup, but I'm just saying like I always know when my cups are. Like it's never like an eleven a.m. third cup. Like you know, two and a half hours after I already did my first two. Cups. Sure, you're not doing a cup of coffee after dinner. No, like not happening. Oh, uh, I, I will do an espresso for after a steak dinner. We gotta go to a steak dinner, bro. We got that's another thing. That's it. another yeah. tier. Yeah. You yeah, do yeah, the okay. espresso after yeah, the oh, very last I got day. and I want to much like you're my gambling Sherpa, I want you to be my like steak dinner Sherpa. I will walk buddy. me through the fucking walk, baby. Yeah, we're gonna have to gamble something on too, because uh it ain't cheap. It, it ain't, ain't cheap. cheap. Yeah. Uh all right, buddy. Uh so I took a swing at yours. I missed what do you got as number one? Uh Arnold Palmer. Delicious. Yes. Love it. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You get you went with that one? I almost did. Uh, uh, and then I backed off because I had to give shine to another drink. But okay, you know why I didn't do it? Because I felt like a, a poser because I don't have them often enough. It's That's the exclusive drink of Dr. Mrs. The Commission. We have okay. you the, make them at home. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Not as much as she does. We have the uh, like the not the Minute Maid. One of whatever fucking organic lemonade and the uh, the black tea, simple, no sweet, sim- simple, simply, simply made or simple. simple yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, right. It's like a green it's top, clear bottle. Yes, yeah, clear green bottle, top. green top. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Simply made. So, uh, so they say you do that lemonade, which is a really good lemonade. Yes. Uh, sometimes you shandy with those, and then you'll just brew some some black tea. We have no. We should. There's good. they they make another like version of that black tea that's just there, just plain, no sugar, no nothing. Okay, so you just yeah. the same thing. You just mix them together. Just awesome. Together. Well, you definitely get the win. Uh, the top spot I just throw out love, uh, much like your number two, to Diet Dr Pepper. This is Ooh. my beverage. Like, and, especially if you can find a spot that has it on Fountain. I know you talk, but sometimes Fountain like can really make it like bubbly and like crisp. So you get like a uh, Chick Fil A has it, like Diet Dr Pepper Fountain. Oh. Run with your chicken sandwich. Yeah. Thotic has it. Home run with your cheddar peppers. Oh, hamburger. 
Yeah, Diet Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper in general is fucking great. So good. So good. Uh, all right, buddy. You got the victory. Um, Bernana Gambling Corner, bring us to the jam. Uh, we can hit this real fast. I want to bring something up. I wanted to talk about the odds that the Steelers go 16 and 0, and why. If you do think they're going to go 16 and 0, why you should not take these odds? And I'm going to show you another method where you make more money if you think they're going to go undefeated. Ooh, I like it. Uh, so right now, um, the Steelers going 16 and 0 before the uh, Ravens game. It was at plus. 700 that they would and now it's dropped down to plus 305 that they will which means if you think the Steelers are gonna go 16 and 0 you bet 100 dollars, you win 300 the no side is minus 400 means if you do not think that they will go undefeated you bet 400 to 100 so it's a little bit of four to one that uh, it won't happen and three to one that pays off that it will out of the gate but do you think they're gonna go 16 and 0 i do not um simply for the fact that they have a tough schedule Washington four and seven at Buffalo eight and three at Cincy, you know, whatever. Uh, Indy at home eight and three or eight and four and Cleveland nine and three. I think there's a loss in there somewhere. You're totally right. Like they were talking about this earlier and people were saying like, it's a cakewalk towards the end. And you look at this now and maybe it's just like, we've seen some of these teams develop specifically Cleveland. Uh, I think, you know, the Colts have been a little erratic, but you know, bounce back, look good today. Yeah. And at bills, isn't going to be easy. I mean, especially, you know, in December and then and Indian Cleveland will be fighting for playoff seeds. So here's the other thing to look at. If Kansas city, Kansas city is playing Denver tonight, as we're talking, then they're at Miami at new Orleans, Atlanta, uh, chargers. So if here's the thing is if they drop a game, the chiefs, if they drop another game and go to right now, they're 10 and one, let's say they go to 14 and two, uh, heading into week, what's what's the incentive of of the uh, Steelers playing anyone in their in that game against uh, the the Browns? Like there is, yeah, I, I know, yeah, that's a good point. But I think uh, you know, I know Belichick says he doesn't give a shit. Do Tomlin and Roethlisberger give a shit about going sixteen and zero? I think they, I think they want that page in the history books. I think for the franchise and the history of that Steelers franchise, absolutely. And Tomlinson probably won't say that, um, you know, there. But, I mean, if they're 16-0, maybe they would make that push. But, I mean, also at the same time, it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? It's like... That's a great point. You know, we should watch that because they'll actually... They almost... They almost want the Chiefs to stay red hot so they can give an excuse on why they keep all their starters in because you're right like For if sure. the Chiefs drop one more and the chiefs end up being 13 or two going the last week and they have an opportunity to sit their starters and then they don't it's just like oh you know it's kind of like you're trying to play it cool but it's just like oh they really they really want this 16 and now yeah but also yeah. like I, th- I think it should be okay to admit it's just like yeah we want a fucking perfect regular season we can this isn't mutually exclusive we can care about winning the championship and also want to go 16 and 0 and have a perfect regular season so yeah. we won't be perfect this year yeah, wouldn't it be just the b- most bizarre thing, like quintessential 2020? It's like, not to say that this would happen, but like 
the Steelers run the table, go 19 and 0. Like, what the fuck? Like, really? In 2020? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. The greatest, yeah, the greatest football team of all time was the yeah. 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, that just doesn't fit right in your mouth. Right. Uh, so, if you do think they're going to go undefeated, right now you would bet $100 to win 305. Yeah. Here's what you're going to do. If you yes. really think the Steelers can run this table and you want to make some money, uh, so you're going to take the $100 and you're going to put it on the Steelers money line in that Bills game, which is probably going to be around Pittsburgh minus 2, minus 2.5. Um, so that'll be around, you know, minus 140. So now you have 180 if you win that. Then you put on the Bengals line, and you're not going to win a lot. So you're going to put 180 on that Steelers money line to probably get about 60 bucks from your 180. So now you're at 240. Hosting the Colts, this is going to be Steelers probably favored by 6, maybe a little less. Uh, so 240 is what you're at now, and that's going to get you a little over 100 to bet that money line. So now you're at 360, then the Browns, probably the Steelers at minus, I might be like minus three. So you put that whole 360 on the money line, and you're going to get around $300 back. So that's $660 from your initial $100. I like that. that you know, but that's the thing. This is right, because it's not even for 300 bucks in in a month's worth of football. Yeah. You're, you're, it's, I mean, that sometimes, point. Yeah. Sometimes you have to look at these lines and really ask what you're betting and if you can break it apart. So sometimes, you know, the, some of the parts uh, are more than the whole. So right. if that bet's there and you think that bet is a thing, take that hundred dollars and then just let it ride each week on these games where you're probably, you know, some of these might Steelers Brown could be closer to a pick them. I mean, it's in Cleveland. And if Cleveland keeps playing hot like that, and so like, you, you know, it's hard to know like what starters are going to be there, but I'm just telling you, like, don't always take those prop bets at face value value. Yeah. No, great so. point. Very good. Very good. Right, I like that. I nailed that. Uh, all right. Mad league guys. We still got, we still got mad league. I think we're looking to draft maybe around like June 2nd, June 3rd. I mean, just really, or June, January 2nd, January 3rd, <laughs> just really get 2021 cooking with mad league turn this year around. Cause it ain't going to be another 2020. I'll tell you that much. Um, so we still have, there's a total of eight slots. Three of them have been accounted for. We got five open. You know, the rules all you got to do is find somebody, have them subscribe. Uh, let us know you did that and you are in. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know you did that. We'd love to hear from you. MVP of the week. I got Ian Book. Ooh. All time winning, winning this Notre Dame quarterback, which is saying a lot. I mean, specifically just because one Joe Montana played a little football there very good yes very good going close to home nice um i'm gonna go with uh, a comedian one mr bert kreischer not for anything that he did on the stage what he did off the stage uh 11 years ago bert kreischer was at uh the uh fuck sea world in in san diego was in the parking lot and found a emerald and diamond wedding band wedding ring um posted it on the internet back then or whatever facebook whatever basically <laughs> hey i have this and every so often would put a call to hey you know bert finds things is what he was calling it and show the ring and there was an inscription on this well in the year of 2020 a woman happened to be you know searching around online it was her mother's wedding ring so this woman's probably in her 40s they didn't say her name hits up bert gets the uh inscription which was on the inside of it she lost it on that fateful day in c in uh sea world and then they met up at one of his shows in california because he's doing uh, a bunch of outside socially distanced shows basically like drive-in shows 
met him. They they did the whole thing. It was a really sweet moment. Gave it to her, and you know she she couldn't have been happier because she thought she lost uh, her her deceased mother who passed away many years ago. Her uh, her wedding ring. So it was a great little fun story that I got to see. And hey, you know it's always nice. Bro, what a heartwarming ending to a nice sober Sunday pot. Yeah. Good story, bro. Um, all right, guys, this has been episode 145. You know where to find us. Get on this map league. Hit us up, bros. Up, bros. Pop, pop open a V8. Kick your feet up. <laughs> with a pop. Um, all right, guys, um, I'm Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, you know we always are going to go 16 and oh, baby. Bet on us. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.